Hey, Neo. 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 Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And Eva cannot stop. She can't have her happily ever after. Oh, I guess we have to address this because this is like the calling that matches. I mean, I'm not Jewish. Can I eat this? I'm not Jewish. Can I eat this? I'm not Jewish. Can I eat this? So Eva Maria Martino, this is not because of us. She got attention for this. No, we did not. Without our involvement. She got plenty of attention for Cinco de Marlo. We don't overestimate our influence. Sometimes we do. Sometimes we do. I guess because of the um, media attention that she received from legitimate media outlets like People and Us Weekly, Eva Maria Martino, over her um, Cinco de de Marlo-themed birthday party for her five-year-old, she responded to accusations of cultural appropriation. She's trying to address cultural appropriation in her life. She's trying to figure it out. She can't quite figure it out. She can't quite figure it out. Uh, So both cultural appropriation and just cultural insensitivity, she addressed both of these um, accusations that were placed upon her in an Instagram story in which she's in a a car, like the passenger seat of a car, holding up an everything bagel with locks inside, presumably cream cheese. And she says in the caption, I'm not Jewish. Can I eat this? And then it's a poll, yes or no. And I took the poll. Her face, the look on her face is just so fucking smug. Smug, disdainful. Just the face of somebody so fully misunderstanding like what (laughs) they did wrong or like how they could change. I know, it's the face of Susan Sarandon. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it truly, it's like Susan Sarandon is literally like out here, like on the front lines for Bernie being like, remember when I said that Trump would have been better than Hillary? Oopsie doopsie. (laughs) And like her daughter is being like, I'm not Jewish. Can I eat this to a bagel? What is going on with this lineage? Come collect your Sarandons. I mean, your your whatever, because you know they're not Sarandon wrapped. <laughs> I will say, I found myself saying like, why won't oh, this is the this is the moment we need Susan Sarandon to meddle? She's the meddler. She needs to meddle. Yeah, but it's like she would just make meddle? it. She would make it worse. <laughs> Well, I Susan feel like is, she would maybe be able to like talk some sense and don't know she would. I don't think she would. <laughs> she would make it worse. She should meddle. Thank God. The thing about Susan Sarandon in real life is she's not a meddler. Like the meddler is the opposite of Susan Sarandon in every measurable way. Right. Like Susan Sarandon is not is not a mom who's like checking in to see how her daughter is. I mean, and her daughter's the, going through this like huge scandal. The meddler is one of the peak like enjoy the art, not the artist moments. You know. Oh yeah. It was also it also came out in peak everyone hates Susan Sarandon time. Yeah, I know, and I had my blinders on, and I had peaky blinders crazy. on. Peaky. <laughs> Stop. Um, peaky blinders. So the my thing peaky is, blinders. this yes. is the most media attention that I would say Eva has gotten since the nanny incident, which sort of put her on the map for us. And that also made her um, symp- like sympathetic. This yes. does not. This does the opposite. She's learning to deal with bad press, and let me tell you, she's doing it poorly. I just that's what really makes me crazy because now she's like going off on like a social justice warrior thing for no reason whatsoever. And her politics are now going to become insane. I mean, she's already insane, but this is insane. Yeah, she's voting for Marianne Williamson. This is how you get red pilled. This is how you get red pilled. (laughs) 
Yeah, no, this is exactly what happens. Because you have, now that now that people are coming for her, she's vulnerable to being red-pulled. She is yes. vulnerable to being red-pulled. Right. She does have power. She does have a place to say stuff that people listen to. And I would hate that, like, her, if her blog went into, like, these people who are criticizing me, these sensitive social justice warriors. It's like, that is not your realm. But I, I feel it coming. I feel it coming down the line. Mm-hmm. She, a friend of mine, uh, shout out to Alex Navisi, like commented on her Instagram and her Twitter, like calling her racist for the party. And she blocked him on both things, but not before sending him a tweet. He sent me the screenshot of the tweet and it says, I blocked you because I don't want hostile people who comment negatively on a five-year-old's birthday party following me or seeing my kids. Thanks. Blocking you here too. But did you see the person who responded to him and was like, oh, I guess I have to block People Magazine because they also have pictures of your kids. That was genius. Someone else says, Sam W., she should have People Magazine block you, too, because you can see pics of her kids there. Fuck. Okay, we need to move on. Yeah, let's move on. from Eva and Maria Martina, we have so many questions, comments, and concerns. Thank you for listening, too. One minute, we spend nine minutes. Like one, you just, you don't look. I'm going to cut that down to maybe like five minutes. So we may have been talking yeah. for nine minutes, but ugh, yeah. let's cut it down to four or five. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, this is Who's There, our weekly call-in show where we take questions, comments, and concerns. Um, so let's start with some comments. Hi, Who Weekly. Melissa McCarthy was on Gilmore Girls and is definitely a dad. Just wanted to let you know, good form, Dale Thorne. I watched like all 5,000 episodes of Gilmore Girls. 5, I know that each. Melissa McCarthy was on it. She was like barely on it compared to the other people. She's easily forgettable. So I forgot that she was on Gilmore Girls, just as I forget that Chris Pratt was on Everwood. I watched all those episodes too. <laughs> <laughs> What Bobby's a journey. Like, what a, a what a journey your TV life has been. Hey man, I saw you like in like t- tweeting about being in the middle of a Sex and the City rewatch. So clearly you're also like not looking for TV. Then, okay, tell me here's here's a conversation. You're like, I'm going to start all these shows, watches, rewatches Sex and the City. I can't do it. Hi Bobby and Lindsay. I know you are getting so many calls about this, but I had to add my voice to the chorus. I am the same age as you. I watch just as much or really as little sports as you. But even I know, having grown up in the U.S., many of the U.S. women's national team players from 1999, you have Brianna Scurry blocking those goals. You got Michelle Akers with her giant pom-pom hair. Brandy with the bra is Brandy Chastain. I got her autograph a few weeks later. She told me to dream. And I have been dreaming ever since. Mia Hamm, everyone knows who Mia Hamm looks or what she looks like. You got Julie Foudy, a.k.a. Loudy Foudy. You got Christine Lilly. These are icons. Secondly, Melissa McCarthy was on Gilmore Girls. And she's a them. I think you guys need more sleep. Crunch, crunch. I love you. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think you guys need more sleep. It was such a helpful call. The... And then it was like, no, you've got some brain said, issues. Love you. He sounds like my mom. It's like, I think you need sleep. I love you. <laughs> I'm worried about your cognitive health. And it's like, whoa. <laughs> That's true. I didn't know many of those names, to be fair. So I knew Brandy and I was right. And you made me think I was wrong. I said Brandy with the bra 45 times. <laughs> I mean, I did not recognize three quarters of those names when you were like juicy lucy over here i was like do what you, do you remember when 
they won. Do you remember? Of course, because I remember the bra. I remember the cover of Which the magazine. Which wasn't Mia. It was Brandy Chastain. Another caller called and reminded me that Mia Hamm is married to Boston sports icon that only I know because of going to a few Fenway games when I was a kid. Noma Gassiapara, who was probably at that wedding too and arguably just as famous, if not more, no, than she came Mia Hamm. Because I heard this conversation being had. She they were came like, alone. is Nomar here? Yeah, Nomar was not there. Okay, interesting. Noma. Anyways, thank you for the correction. Thank you for we the do correction. Do need more sleep? I don't know if we need more. Sleep. I, I don't know get, if I slept more. I would know these names, but I do need more sleep. I get. I get good sleep. I feel like I don't need more sleep. I feel like I get a good amount of sleep. <laughs> okay. Next call. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, Bobby. It's Claire again. I just called. Um, so this is my second time calling and long time listening still. Um, I think I got stage fright sort of since I've never called before. Uh, but I wanted to say a few more comments on the Rita Ora appearance in the New York Times crossword puzzle. So a few things. Um, the theme of the puzzle was uh, answers that are where the only consonant uh, included in the answer are R and T. Uh, so I feel like this is like really trimming down the options of things to include in the puzzle. Um, so like Rita Ora has only R and T for consonants. And also the way that it was clued was British hit maker featured on Iggy Azalea's um uh, something, something Iggy Azalea did. Anyway, I thought that you would enjoy that it's like she's a hit maker, yes, but also you have to, they have to clue her by referencing another more famous singer. Uh, so that just feels like very Rita-esque. Um, okay, that's all. I will talk to you later. Bye. I'll talk to you later. I'll talk to you later. She's right. It's like everybody was like, Rita's in the crossword. And the amazing kind of response to that was like, if the specific rules of this crossword made it so that like Rita's name was perfect and it even hooed her even more because it wasn't like she casually was in it. It was like because her name fit this yeah. rule. But she could casually be in it in the future because Aura is Aura a perfect is crossword word. Aura is know? always in it. And the the guy, you know how they always write like a blog post where they like kind of talk about each clue? The theme or whatever, yeah. This one said, the singer Rita Ora makes her debut in the New York Times crossword and you may see her more often because do, because just look at that consonant vowel letter pattern. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that more Times crossword constructors haven't used her full name. Yeah, well, you Maybe look they at- don't know her full name. <laughs> Crossword constructors need three-letter words that begin and end with vowels, right? You know, like right. an era or uh, one, like Ira. O-N-E, Ira, <laughs> um, uh, Adu, like E-R. E-R. Yeah, but it's just like, Aura, why hasn't Aura been in there for years? Aura's in there, though, but Rita Aura hasn't. I think that's the difference. We've seen Aura, we just have not seen Rita Aura. But this had a clue construction that made it sen- made sex. Oh, that had made it made s- make sense that it was in there. The other funny part is the clue is just insane. <laughs> Did Iggy's album do well? Like, is Iggy back or Iggy's not back, right? Iggy didn't. I don't it's think not, so. She's not back. But what's nice about Iggy is that, like, She's not back, but she's almost con full circle where now she's like underground again, which like might even make her cool. Sure, she's cool again. That's like I'm not saying that could she's work cool, but I'm saying like she could be like because of this. That could work for her. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> underground is where Iggy needs to be. So that works. 
Mm, underground. Underground. It is so rude. Um, like, next. Like dead? Next call. No, not dead. <laughs> Just like away from people. Not dead? Oh my yeah, God. Okay, you here implied we go. that. Australian calling here to let you know that Bushwick is a them. If I know what Bushwick is and I know whereabouts it is, and I know that it's a bit of a hip neighborhood, it is a them. Um, it's in quite a lot of TV shows, which is probably why. Um, I think girls a lot. Um, yeah, but it's a them. It's a them. Bushwick, bed Um The one just before the bridge, <laughs> I'm trying to say it's a them, and then obviously don't. No, and also I just want to say thank you to the role again that called in. Uh, she's not even a rule again. She's like American living in Australia to say that we're not that into the Irwins because we're not that into the Irwins. Um, if anything, we're slightly irked by Bindi and we tolerate the younger one. Um, okay, cool. Me and Grace. <sighs> Incredible. I'll never get over ruligans as the term for Australian hooligans. It's so funny. And I'll funny. just never tire of, of Australians calling and being like, we have heard of Bushwick. Like, that is just <laughs> such a funny thing that we've cause to happen oh we've heard of it you idiots <laughs> the younger Irwin is apparently robert clarence Irwin. oh so they they put up with him but are over bindi they're irked she said we're irked by irked. bindi irked by bindi yeah i mean irked by yeah. bindi sounds like a tumblr name circa like 2010 irked by bindi dot tumblr.com oh that would be so mean that would get shut down okay uh also she like wasn't born then so thank you to australia for um, caring about Brooklyn neighborhoods like I'm upset that you do I'm upset that you're exposed to all that bullshit did they mean Williamsburg or Dumbo the one by the bridge I don't know I don't think she meant Dumbo but then again I was so wrong about Bushwick Dumbo's really famous that's where Anne Hathaway's office is and the intern I hate you for saying that and then but then there's the famous bridge photo from the movie but do people what know what movie? the neighborhood is what a, once upon a time in America Okay, but like, yeah, I don't know. Just like people Instagram that intersection. My perspective is already like, uh, like off because she kind of contradicted what I thought in the first place. So I really don't even know what Australians know. What do you know? I remember. I think we just underestimate (sighs) how much of our culture is just like fucking seeping everywhere. Bushwick being popular is wild to me. But yeah, that's where Lena Dunham goes in the girls party where she wears that mesh top member. Love that scene. They that's play. I scene. love it. Yes. Yes. It's like the second season, first season, maybe yeah, first season. Great scene. No, that's a great scene. Great scene. Um. So let's go on to questions now. Hi, Who Weekly. I cannot tell if I am super stoned or if all of these celebrities are really this dumb for reposting that Instagram hoax. What is this? Everyone is seemingly falling for this. Are they in on this joke? Are they trying to prank us? I might just be really high. I really apologize for this call. Bye. Um What is this? Where okay, I mean the, that's the that's the best. Where did they get this? That's the I was trying to figure it out and I can't find it yet. There was certainly like Brian Feldman is going to like absolutely find the person who created this thing, you know? Like we're going to find out where like patient zero right like Gwyneth with the pig you know we're gonna find Who Gwyneth with the pig started this at some like point. a big celebrity must have started this because they're all just like 
fucking clamoring to repost it and there's different versions of it there's one with like a red underline there's one that looks like a photocopy of a photocopy it's it's insane i think the photocopy of the photocopy still boggles my mind because a screenshot doesn't degrade images you know like like scanning does scanning does it doesn't add some weird halo filter to it you know it doesn't degrade yeah, images the way how, that like, maybe memes degrade like memes do degrade like memes online degrade, images do but degrade but not like this this is like intense <laughs> Intentional degradation, I think. So that what is, is only it? exacerbated it by is, the amount of, of screen it's grabbing. It's a screenshot of text, and the text basically says, "Like, don't forget, tomorrow starts the new Instagram rule where they can use your photos." But what's wild is that Instagram <laughs> looks like it's don't been pasted forget. in. You know those memes where like you take like your own words and you put it over the caption. It looks yes. like that. It looks like somebody like wrote Instagram in. Mm-hmm. Everything looks illegitimate. Don't forget deadline today it can be used in court cases in litigation against you everything you've ever posted becomes public from today even capital e just in the middle of the of the sentence even messages that have become public uh, that have been deleted or the photos not allowed what does that even that's not even proper english it costs nothing for a simple copy and paste. Better safe than sorry. This is insane. This is like insane. Channel 13 News talked about the change. Who's news? What channel? What city? I'm just saying, if your lawyer gave you this, you would fire your Post- lawyer. Like, if God gave you this, you'd become an atheist you know this is like me as a lawyer i'm like just post this better safe than sorry i don't know if it's true i don't feel like reading it but like just post this everyone's posting it god as a lawyer on the phone like instagram is doing what and he's like i gotta draft a contract you know this is insane this is not even close to being actual legal language that's what's crazy it says like it's written by like just a random person i do not give instagram or any entities associated with instagram permission to use my pictures information messages or posts both past and future with this statement i give notice to instagram it is strictly forbidden to disclose copy uh, or distribute or take any other action against me based on this profile and or its contents. The content of this pro... This is insane. Like, my cousin Vinny could write a better legal announcement than this. This is Literally. a nightmare. This is a nightmare. But what's really funny is that Lindsay it's texted fake. me... Lindsay, it's obviously fake, but Lindsay texted uh, a few of them to me and was like, wait, this is actual bullshit, right? Like, just this is obviously bullshit, but, like, confirmed that Instagram definitely <laughs> owns all your photos. And so I went to Instagram's terms website, and it says... Permissions you give us, bolded. As part of our agreement, the agreement that you agree to in order to use the service, you also give us permissions that we need to provide the service. And it says, we do not claim ownership of your content, but you grant us a license to use it. Nothing is changing about your rights and the content. We do not claim ownership of your content that you post on Instagram or through the service. Instead, when you share, post, or upload content that is covered by the intellectual property rights or in connection with our service, you hereby grant us to a non-exclusive, royalty-free, transferable, sub-licensable, worldwide license to host, use, distribute, modify, run, copy, publicly perform, or display, translate, and create derivative works of your content. The only way you can end the license is by deleting your account, it says. But I guess the question is here is like, what's going on with the like, use it in court? Like, where did that come from? Like, who, like, that's what they're scared of. Is there some law that goes like, they think there's some law that goes into effect that's like, we can use your stuff in court. That's what's really confusing to me. Like, Instagram responded was like, this is bullshit. But what is like the... What's the court thing? So apparently this goes back all the way to 2012. 
Um, I'm looking at Snopes and a version of this started going around Facebook and Instagram in 2012 using the same language like deadline courts referencing this Rome statute and I still can't find patient zero but this is just a version of something that has been going viral for seven years. I guess it's just like spiking now. It spikes every few years. Also, what is a Rome statute? I don't. I mean, think that's that a legal Rome... thing that I can't bother to Google, but it's probably something. A, it's probably a real legal statute that is being misinterpreted in but some way. But it says, okay, so I just did the Rome statute, also if referred to as the International Criminal Court Statute or the Rome Statute, is a treaty that establishes the International Criminal Court. It was adopted as a diplomatic conference in Rome and entered into force on the 1st of July, 2002. The Rome Statute established the four core international crimes, <laughs> genocide, crimes against humanity, war crimes, and the crime of aggression. Okay, what does this have to do with Instagram? What does this have to do with like Don Johnson's photo of Dakota? You know, Under the Rome Statute, the ICC can only investigate and prosecute the four core international crimes in situations where states are unwilling or unable to do so themselves. And the jurisdiction of the court is complementary to the jurisdictions. Why are we always talking about fucking law? The court has jurisdiction oh. over crimes only if they are committed in the territory of a state. So there must be some like small version of this that implies that like they can take your Instagrams if they think you're like doing a war crime. Are all these Instagram, are these celebrities thinking doing war crimes? Like go to jail. No, I think they're just stupid. And people love being outraged. You know, it's something, it's a very low stakes thing to be outraged over. It's a way to let out your outrage energy, you know? I guess, but it's also like this weird, like better safe than sorry. It's like, what does that, like, that is crazy. Call your lawyer, like, or do something if you're actually, whatever. It's so, it's so strange to me. I mean, the best version, the best thing that happened though. Was Army Hammer. No. Was Army Hammer? No, no. Was Todd Chrisley posting? Oh, Todd Chrisley. Todd Chrisley posting, which is incredible because somebody who's literally has other legal things to worry about, like actually currently, is out here posting this chain letter on Instagram, being like, "Don't use my Instagram against me in the court of law." You have a lot of other things you need to burn if you're worried about that. It's wild. Yeah, it's wild that he has the mental energy to even care about this, let alone actually like screen grab, post. His lawyer, God, calls him and is like, I'm working on something else right now. Like, why are you doing this? Why are you posting this legal language on your... It's not even legal language. This is just so crazy. So John Mayer joked about it on his Instagram. Yeah. Uh, Josh Brolin took it very seriously. And in Josh Brolin's... And in Josh Brolin's, and he posted the wackadoo one, like the one with like 100 filters and the red underline. (laughs) And then Army Hammer commented on it. Shout out comments by celebs for seeing this. I could be wrong, dot, dot, dot. But I think just by using Instagram, I think you give them permission in the terms and conditions. So Army Hammer's like the smartest man in the room, which means this is not a room I really want to be in anymore. And so serious, you know, like, you, like, um, excuse me, (laughs) excuse me, (laughs) I think. Think you I mean, for the most already. part, I would like to go around. I was seeing a lot of tweets like, well, baby boomers this, baby boomers this. But it's really, it spans ages. It spans generations. It's wild. Well, you know, celebrities don't use the internet usually. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not internet savvy. And it's and not about how old they, they are. It's about their jobs. It's about their jobs, but it's also about self-preservation. So a lot of celebrities yes. don't like using the internet because they don't want to see stuff about them. So no. that's why they never got good at it, you know? Because exactly. they, every time they would go on the internet, they'd see like, I fucking hate like whoever. Right. Uh, I, I don't want to see that, you know? You also have 
somebody else do these things for you. You can hire them. You can pay them. You can do whatever. You don't need to go online. And you don't need to see this. I yeah. I don't think I don't think it's a baby boomers and issue. So, I think it's literally just like these. Some of these celebrities are using are the only internet they use is Instagram or yeah, Twitter. Yeah, and so they don't have they haven't developed that that scrutiny or that eye for like um, deceptive content. It's understandable that they would do that. It's just hilarious that it happens to be, to us, the most blatantly bullshit statement that's ever been posted on Instagram. It's so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. And it wasn't just like some celebrities. It was like all of them. All of them. It was every single person. Uh, Apparently, per uh, Hooligan, our friend, Katie Haney, apparently Megan Rapinoe posted it as well, but it's <laughs> gone now. The smarter ones have been deleting it when they've been told they're wrong. The right, not like so smart ones fake. have kept it up. This doesn't do anything for you. Mm-hmm. Like this does not protect you. I mean, I just don't understand how any like this is the who say issue from a while back. Remember, they all jumped on who say when oh, they who thought say. that would give them the rights to their own content because who say put like a copyright Tom Hanks on the photo when he posted <laughs> a photo as if who say didn't like own the photo itself. I mean, anytime you upload an image to a platform that you're signed up on you signed a a terms of service and they partially own that content what is the line if a service is free you're the you're the service right the service is free you're the you're the payment you're the you're the whatever right like facebook is free because they use your information Mm -hmm. if you didn't if facebook costs money maybe they wouldn't but it doesn't and it's not going to because your your information is worth more than your money um Moving on. Yeesh. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Hi, Who Weekly. First time, long time. So, huge week for Normani. Uh, first of all, I don't know if you saw, but Lori Harvey was in the video. No one knows why. Um, which makes me wonder, is Normani a who or a them? I think, I don't know. Um, also, as of this call, it appears as if no other former member of uh, Fifth Harmony has commented <laughs> about, you know, this huge breakthrough video that almost everybody else on the internet has. So that's a new level of pettiness that we can all aspire to. Um, also, <clears throat> would love for you guys to give us a sort of a, a who theminess ranking breakdown of, of the uh, 5H girls. All right. Crunch, crunch. Scar, scar Joe, yummy pop. Bye. <laughs> when you catch yourself saying Scar Joe, yummy pop. I know. Um, Normani did have a huge week because Normani had what's arguably her breakout solo song. Normani officially, how long, Normani hasn't even officially been uh, mononymous until now, right? <laughs> what, what's her last name? Corday. Oh, right. She was Normani Corday for a while. Yeah, now she's like just straight up Normani, which I think is a big, uh, and this isn't even a joke. I think that's like a big decision and kind of, <laughs> it it works immediately. Like it, it somehow immediately makes you seem bigger than you may technically be. It I mean, adds it's a all good this song. Like, it's a great, great video. Song. 
she's now the second fifth fifth harmony harmonizer harmony that's a i guess that's a fan the fifth harmony girl to like technically break oh, out just call her have, a fifth of fifth harmony she's the second she's fifth the, of fifth harmony she's to the break second out. fifth of fifth harmony breakout to have a have a solo moment mm-hmm. camila being the first i mean they broke up like kind of hating all each other so yeah. that's interesting camila um, left first so that she would have the momentum and it has so it far worked, worked out it has um, worked. She's dating Sean Mendez. Did you see the photos of them making out in some restaurant? Ugh. Yeah, but even before that, like Havana, Havana was huge. Havana, yeah, and she just has been doing fine. What's interesting about Normani is that you know how Camila opened for Taylor. Normani was opening for Ariana Grande mm-hmm. on her tour. They both were going this like kind of parallel route to like yeah. where they're getting as like these new pop girls, and I, I think it worked. And Ariana co-wrote this song too. I think this was supposed to be an Ariana song. It has Sounds Max like Martin it. on it. <laughs> Sounds like it. Like it definitely Point is, has Max Martin on it. It doesn't matter at that point. It's hers. No. You know, these like narratives of how you got the song from point A to point B don't matter. It doesn't matter. matter. It almost feels like old Ariana. It feels like going back in time for Ariana. Yeah, she has to move forward. Right. It's a great song, but for Ariana, it would be back in time. And for Normani, it's like a big deal because it's like her first like big, big, big song. Her first big song was with Sam Smith that, Dancing with a Stranger. Yeah, that um, song was big. Which is still big. I still hear it in the grocery store. So, uh-huh. But it's more about him than about her. Yeah, absolutely. But um, that's a ton of exposure. Uh, the video yeah. is great. People immediately love it. It's it's in that wonderful speed, sweet spot of sort of spawning a lot of memes and jokes, but they are all extremely loving and yeah. appreciative. So it's like people keep joking about it, but it's all from a place of respect and deep admiration. They love well, this video. Remember when you were a Fifth Harmony stan? For yeah, like for week? like a hot minute. It was great. Like there, I was trying to think, there's really not a lot that I know about Normani from Fifth Harmony days even. Mm-hmm. I mean, she didn't really stand out for me none of them really stood out for me at all no not at all aside from camila for the only reason camila stood out for me was because she left right so i was trying to think like you know like lauren had a thing because she was like dating what's his face and she she was kind of the bad girl for a second and the other one and the like normani never really had anything because i was like trying to find gossip about her like what was her deal like what what was she doing but she really didn't have these standout moments, right? And they she's were really also like so a hardworking young. group. <laughs> yeah. And you forget how young these girls are. Right? Well, she wore her the year she was born on her outfit in this video. And I was like, I want to die. Yeah. Uh, Lauren Joey, we dated Ty Dolla Sign, which is why she was Thank for a you. while um, like in photos with people who were kind of above her pay grade, no offense. And people, it would be like, you know, Barbara Streisand, Barack Obama, Michelle Michelle Obama, Lauren Jurek, we like in the background, like her eyes like poking over someone's shoulders. There was a lot of that for a little bit. So as the caller mentioned, for a time, none of the other fifths of Fifth Harmony had commented on this. Meanwhile, everyone has commented on this video because everyone loves it. Uh, Since this caller called, Lauren has actually, you know, complimented it and been like, Queen, yes, we love you. No one else has. No one else has. As of recording, no one else has. I feel like they're all going to follow suit eventually. But um, it's weird to me that Camila Cabello hasn't. Yeah, especially Camila Camila Cabello is a you know a Taylor Swift acolyte. She's all about support and uh, supporting Taylor Swift theory. Yeah, but you know, like she's learning from Taylor Swift that like you keep your enemies close. 
close. So is there like a new ranking? I mean, I feel like Normani just jumped up past Lauren. I think she's number two. You know, Camila's not one. And then like the other, like then Lauren, I guess like Lauren's three and then Dinah Jane. Like who was the other ones? There's five, right? There's five. And we just named four. Um, Who? Rebecca? Rebecca? (laughs) Who's your favorite Fifth Harmony harmonizer? Rebecca. And Sarah. I am Rebecca, Allie Brooke, <laughs> Dinah Jane, Lauren Jeregui, Normani Corday. I would have gotten to Allie if I'd kept guessing just women's names that bore me. I think me. I would have. I think I think Allie Maine sucked all the life of the name Allie. No <laughs> one can name their kid. We're gonna see conversely to the way how like Khaleesi skyrocketed a couple years ago. I think Allie's gonna drop down because everyone with an ounce of respect in their bones is gonna be like, I can't do this. My kid will never live up. <laughs> Allie Brooke, San Antonio girl. Hey, girl. She's from San Antonio. I love Fifth Harmony. Like, I love their, as a band, I loved so many of their songs. I thought they were so fun. You were a harmonizer. They were one of those bands that was shamelessly from the beginning, scientifically designed to be a good pop girl group. Of and course. they were great. So those albums are really, really good because they were designed to be good. Never forget the live uh, performance of them performing one of my favorite songs, Work work oh, from yeah. home where they're all pretending to do construction work yeah. they're on a bulldozer they're holding and they're just, drills one of them is just hitting a hitting a tire with a hammer just over and over again and one is washing a bulldozer i think it's normani great. is washing a bulldozer with a rag <laughs> <laughs> they don't know they don't know how to work with a the bulldozer they've been singing it's also their just whole so lives. funny that that in when did that song come out not that long ago like three years ago or something four maybe tops um, working from home had to be illustrated by a bunch of women doing construction work <laughs> as if working from home isn't like the most like normalized just work piles from home of is like, clothes everywhere yeah, work from home a is computer like, on a no desk pants, that's covered with other shit a, a desk shirt, if you're lucky yeah like a laptop on a on a couch you know like a bag of wires chips. everywhere just cords <laughs> all over the you place you can see what i'm recording with right oh now it's God. just me cords. describing it everywhere what am i i think i have i mentioned this on the podcast one of my favorite things is going or like seeing a photo of a celebrity's house or going to someone's house that's like really really nice like if you go to like a party and no apartment that's nicer no you do see cords i love it oh i love that like, cords are like this cords. great equalizer yeah no matter we how cords no matter how organized you are no matter how much money you have you will have to deal with the uh Indignities of cords. Indignities of cords. We need cords cords in this culture, and they are disgusting. (laughs) They're disgusting, and they're everywhere. I I have cords everywhere. It's like, oh, Gwyneth Paltrow, your apartment's so nice. Mm, You want to use that MacBook? Got to put that cord across the couch. Like, oops, there goes your feng shui. Like, cords are a a, a wonderful equalizer. To me, luxury is equals cords. I go to your house, I see cords, I know I can plug my phone in wherever, I can plug my computer in, I can plug anything in. That's luxury. And you know I don't like wireless charging, the radiation it gives off. I'm just not a fan. Yeah, you love cords. I love a cord. Cord I had a wireless charger for like one week and I was like, I don't like this. I don't like this. Huge fan of cords over street. Okay, let's please move on. Sheila Vave. Jamie Foxx scene with Sheila Vave ending the stupidest fake, not fake relationship that Jamie Foxx even said in 2013 was hilarious when somebody asked him if he was dating Katie Holmes. They were just 
photographed finally at the Met Gala. They're age-appropriate couple, and then they break up. So he can date this youngster, and they were seen coming out of Lil Pump's birthday party, 19th birthday party. Please break it down for me so that I can continue to suffer. Crunch, crunch. What an interesting relationship this, I'm not even going to say was, is. I'm not ready to say was. People, so Katie Holmes and Jamie Foxx reportedly broke up. People didn't even know that they were together. That's how kind of crazy this whole situation has been. People who follow, people who follow up gossip, follow gossip relatively closely knew. Um, But I even think the people who followed gossip relatively closely of, of those people, maybe half didn't believe it. Half didn't think it was legitimate. Well, they've because only been spotted together a like few times four in photos. Times, maybe it's been six years, according to this, that they were quote unquote together. They allegedly started dating in 2013, and it was all because of uh, a series of photos from this event. It was this like charity event, so there were a lot of people there. And at one point, a lot of celebrities went on stage and danced. And two of those celebrities were Katie Holmes and Jamie Foxx. And because of these photos. Rumors started that they were dating. After that rumor initially started, the caller mentioned this hilarious thing where Jamie Foxx said that those rumors are hilarious. That's, I think, the only time Jamie Foxx has ever gone record about this relationship at all. And he was denying it. Right. Katie Holmes has never... T- Katie Holmes doesn't talk about anything, let alone she her actual speak. relationships, right? Yeah. We're not even sure if she has a voice. I don't think she speaks. Like, you know, it could easily be one of those situations. I just think that people really wanted this to be true and and really believed in it, even mm-hmm. if they had no proof. And even if we had no photos or video of them really together was because they were so appropriate for each other in this way that we so rarely see. He's 51. She's 40. They are like the same-ish famous. Like she's gone through all this like relationship trauma in the past. Like he seems like a really cool guy. They're I don't both know. well-liked, but no one really stands them you know like yeah people no, like them they really Jimmy have no Fox problems with either of them i Jimmy guess Fox he's been around longer yeah but it's like people really have no problem with either of them we're rooting for them in this sort of like dull way and also katie holmes had just gotten out of a, a, a terrorizing relationship right and it's the only reason i say terrorize is because proper... it's related to scientology it's such a proper a-list relationship yes like we like we we haven't had like we to have such a it's rare to have such an a proper a-list relationship it's so proper that it's easy to not think about you know Um, and easy to forget about so for years since 2013 it's like oh they're together jamie fox denies it so every single outlet uses that quote from 2013 as proof of the relationship not happening until suddenly i think in like late 2013 or early 2014 a photo comes out of them in a recording studio together it's the blurriest cell phone like the nokia's first cell phone of them holding hands in a studio and it's inarguably them and it it is absolutely them it was published by splash news um taken from six miles away and they're holding hands and it's like wow proof that they are in love and that is the only photo we have for over three years and then in 2017 you know since then throughout those years rumors that they have broken up are everywhere Every, you know, half a year, every third of a year, the tabloids will say, Jamie Foxx and Katie Holmes have split. And this always causes the public to go like, excuse me, who has split? They were together? Because again, no one really knows because there's no proof and they don't talk. These I mean, two I have silent. two conspiracies here. What? One is that they were never together. And two is that they're still together. So like you choose one. I, I believe in two. They're both the same, essentially, the rumor where it's like, 
they were never together. This is kind of a funny like joke that they play their friends or whatever, or some kind of version of that. They were right? the, the, some of the only photos that actually exist of them being uh, vaguely romantic are the ones of them frolicking on the beach, holding hands, like drinking wine. But that was so weird because that was so such a clear view of them together. And we'd had no we'd nothing up until then. Mm-hmm. So it almost felt like they put those there mm-hmm. again. It's such, it turns you into a true conspiracy theorist because it's so confusing and it's so unlikely that yes. this couple that's been together for six years, there's no literally no proof of any of that. The reason that people are suddenly saying like they've called it quits and you're getting these headlines everywhere everywhere their sources have confirmed is because Jamie Foxx was photographed with this sort of young allegedly up and coming singer Cela Vave. I think Cilla she Ball. is actually an up and coming singer and he's a produ- he does music. He's a music and producer. And a lot of people are saying that he was producing her and he was photographed with her like holding her hand but not in like a romantic he's, way. He's sort of helping her step down a curb. I, like, I don't really buy that it's, like, a sexual thing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's just funny to me because you click on people and here's a people exclusive from um, January 9th of this year, like, earlier this year. It says, why Jamie Foxx and Katie Holmes' relationship works. They make the most of their time together. And the whole article is about how they don't spend a lot of time together. But when they're together, they make the most of it. It's like, that's, like, what friends do. Do you know what I mean? That's why I'm so confused yeah. by this, you know? They went jet skiing together in Miami on December 30th. Also, there are photos of them doing that. There are photos of them together. It's just... There are photos of them together, but there's only like three instances where they were like out getting very clearly in focus papped. And all those kind of came around the same time. We haven't seen photos of them together in a while, in like maybe six months. (sighs) And I, I don't know. I think this relationship... You have to take everything you read about this relationship with a huge grain of salt. I I think that's the end of the story. I'm right, not because convinced either he's fucking up. with you, she's fucking with you, their press is fucking with you. Everything is fucking with you here, I think. Yeah, what image did you send? Oh yeah, that one. A cutie one. But it's, that's a cutie one. But it's one. just crazy to me because this relationship would be so welcomed by people. I mean, I get that they mm-hmm. want privacy and she's already been through enough in terms of her relationships, but... I just, this would be a relationship that people would really get behind and like. Maybe it would make them more famous and that's what they don't want. Is like together they're like kind of, a, they're two wait list. The best rumor that I ever read, and I'm sure it was on Crazy Days and Nights, although it could have been, I know they didn't. This was years ago. Um, and it, it was certainly speculative. There was probably no, you know, actual source backing it up. But it was that one of the reasons that Katie Holmes never talks about this is because it's in her divorce contract. It's probably the terms of her divorce that she, that you don't talk about relationships while, because Tom doesn't either. And not that Tom would ever really, but because of the kid. And you could see Tom plus Scientology plus Tom's fame, like just being a, a, a perfect storm of situations that would lead to Katie Holmes not saying anything. Because she has so much to lose if she if she maybe breaks they're up. like we'll keep Tom away from the kid. We won't even deal with. We won't even bother you and the kid if you stop. If you if you shut your mouth and don't ever talk about your personal life, which is fine. Yeah, right. I just don't think that that's I I've I read that at one point years ago and it's always been in the back of my head. It like sort of helps explain Katie's behavior. Right. If like because. Scientology is just so messy and scary. Of, I I wouldn't see such a restrictive contract being 
unreasonable or out of the question when it comes to that. She's probably so relieved to be out of the situation that it's like doesn't her it doesn't even matter. It's like who yeah. cares? Oh, I just have to like be a good mom and like take acting jobs when I but want them barely. because I don't really need but any money. Barely, barely. Right. She can do whatever she wants whenever she wants it. She just like may not be allowed to speak. Although who knows? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We don't know anything about these people. Katie Holmes is a huge mystery. There needs to be a, a podcast about her in 20 years. A huge mystery. She really is a huge mystery. She is. She's a huge mystery. And she should be an open book. She should be an open book. How much could there actually be to Katie Holmes? <laughs> oh, there's probably so much. I know, but then if you're writing about Katie Holmes, you're writing about Scientology, and that's what's so... That's where you get stopped. Just stopped. Leah Remini's like, I'll do it. <laughs> Looking for an apartment sucks wherever you live. People in New York will say, oh, it's so hard to find an apartment here. It's hard to find an apartment anywhere. It stinks. You have your mandatories. You have the things that you won't compromise on. You have the things that you don't care about. Like, let's say, oh, I need a dishwasher. I need a dishwasher. I can't live without a dishwasher. I don't care if I don't have a washer and dryer. Some people feel the exact opposite. Some people don't need any amenities. Some people need an elevator. Some people don't. That's so beautiful. We all need different things. And that's why apartments.com has an app where you can literally use it to tell it what you need and what you don't need. And it tells you, oh, apartments. Here's some. So instead of looking through every single rental listing you possibly can in the neighborhoods you want, you set and forget, like in that old rotisserie grill ad, you set and forget what you want. And Apartments.com will let you know when an apartment that matches what you want appears on the market. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tools let you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking are listed. So you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alerts mean you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time doing you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Hi, Bobby and Lindsay. Um, I call you like twice a week and I mean, obviously you never play my calls, but anyway, um, can you please tell us what is going on between, I mean, I think they're notable who's, um, Zapra Messing and Megan Mullally. Apparently they have some big feuds. And as an OG Will and Grace lover, not a reboot Will and Grace lover, um, I'd like to know what's going on um, between Karen and Grace. Okay, bye. So this is not that most of our show isn't speculative, but like we're guessing all of this stuff. Because there's really, neither of them are talking about it explicitly. So, And there are no real sources as to what, like, the tensions actually could be. But sure, yes. but is Deborah Messing famously petty? Yes. Yes. And Megan Mullally is not famously petty, but she's, I don't know, famously nothing. So there's really nothing to know about her actual personality, right? She's a funny lady married to Nick Offerman. She's a funny lady. We don't really lady. know what she's like apart right. from We that. don't know. We don't know. It's true. It's true. If we know anything about actors, especially ones who... Uh, are famous for a very specific type of character that they literally can't do it, that they're known for. Women who get typecast specifically, she's probably very resentful of this character. Well, I think they're, very can I just say, I think show. that they're all really resentful of these characters. Like, I know yeah. they willingly came back and did it. It was a huge deal. It got pretty good ratings. People did watch it, but... People are watching I it. I think they were all kind of resentful of the idea that, like, this was their peak and they had to repeat it, which I think can, mm-hmm. can't feel good. It cannot feel good. But it was like the most successful, one of the most successful revivals of that like brief little revival era we've had. Which still continues today. They brought Will and Grace back. 
it just got canceled after its third season of a revival. The ratings stayed good throughout. It's not like Murphy Brown, which like was an immediate flop and then only flopped harder as it went but on. But I bet it's very expensive like, to pay all of them. I bet yes. they all lost a lot of money and I bet they're all kind of like annoying. Sorry. So I th- think the the main source of all of this was because it was revealed that the show wasn't coming back after season three. Um, and people sort of started thinking like getting very, they started getting very conspiracy theory-ish and they were like, well, that's weird because it's doing well. Why would they not bring it back? And then they noticed simultaneously, someone noticed that Megan Mullally and Deborah Messing do not follow each other on Instagram. This odd, uh, this obviously turns into a story that is headlined with, they unfollow each other on Instagram. I haven't seen the proof that they ever followed each other to begin with. That's what I I'm haven't saying. seen that proof. Maybe they never followed each There's other. There's a flaw with this. Always yes. is that people say so and so unfollowed so and so. It's like Bobby Finger unfollowed the Queen of England on Instagram, mm-hmm. but it's like Bobby was never following her. So you just yeah, noticing exactly. that he doesn't follow her doesn't mean unless that it I see ever the proof happened. of the original follow. It's it's really hard to take the unfollow news seriously, right? But Deborah is really into Instagram, so it is weird that like that's my only thing is that like she's yeah like yeah Instagram. sure. Yeah. And Deborah Messing seems sort of like a little wackadoo, you know, a little dramatic, a, a, a little much. I mean, look at that show. The other thing that was happening, in addition to the unfollow news, both of them were posting these like sort of cryptic, um, those sorts of like I hate them. Uh, life lesson screenshots. The signs, where it's like, like chocolate is salad, but about like inspiration and like ditching people who are bad energy or whatever they're all screenshots from uh anonymous sources that say things like this thing that Megan Mullally posted you can meet somebody tomorrow who has better intentions for you than someone you've known forever time means nothing character does so people and then another one that she posted stop romanticizing the people who hurt you which is another stolen photo and people are assuming that this has to do with Deborah Messing why because the show got canceled and also because they don't follow each other on instagram so it's like she's being petty she's talking about how much she hates deborah they're feuding neither of them has said anything about this and even the daily mail posted a video or was it the sun posted a video of them like on a final day of shooting like talking to the live audience and it's like they're being ice queens like they're not standing next to each other but if you watch the whole video at some point they hug and it's like you picked and chose the moments of that of that video that like support your thesis. So I didn't know that I believed it until I saw this. I gotta say this was convincing. This was the only truly petty thing. Okay. Deborah Messering posted a for your consideration poster on her Instagram grid. And it said, proud to work on Will and Grace. And you know, like when you see the little tag man on the bottom left, and then you tap it. Oh, I and love you can the, see tag all the little tag. I'm like, ooh, tag man. Tag man. So someone saw the tag man and they were like, who did she tag? She tagged Sean Hayes. She tagged Eric McCormick. She tagged at NBC Will and Grace. She tagged the producers, Real James Burroughs and Max Match Max Muchnick, whatever his name is. Who didn't she tag? Megan Mullally. So there's a way of looking into this where it's like, well, she doesn't follow her, so it doesn't show up. But I don't know. That's one thing. And the other thing is maybe Meg, there's maybe some setting where Megan doesn't allow herself to be tagged. I just, Instagram has so many intricacies that I just don't believe any type of Instagram shadiness unless somebody literally comments, you're a fucking asshole to be (laughs) real. The only, and the only other thing that I will say about this that makes me question the validity of the feud being the reason for Will and Grace's cancellation is that. Both of these people, these people are actors and they work together. They've worked together for so long. They know each other. 
If they are feuding now, chances are they've been feuding since 1995. You know, like, they've always hated each other. I feel like these two personalities, if they're clashing now, they clashed back when the show premiered. Yeah. I don't feel like this could possibly be anything new. I agree. You know? And just because they're clashing doesn't mean they wouldn't do the show reboot. Right. They're it's also like pros. amazing money and they're pros. They're pros. So I just feel like maybe they are feuding. Yeah. But they've probably been feuding since the show premiered. And also, but it's irrelevant it because the show is fucking over. Just like this episode. Like that? This episode is over. But yeah. before we go, can I just do some what? breaking news for you right here? Oh, no. What? They oh, just no. revealed the Dancing with the Stars season 28 cast. And I got to <sighs> say, it's very good. I'm not watching it, but it's good. I'm still not going to watch. Ready? Who is it? The, the Supremes Mary Wilson. Literally a woman who was in the Supremes. Car- but not Diana Ross. Okay. Karamo. Karamo. Great. The Bachelorette's Hannah Brown, Hannah B, uh-huh. the last Bachelorette. Great. Christy Brinkley. Okay. Country star Lauren Elena. Don't know who that is. Actor James Vanderbeek. Mm. NFL okay. legend Ray Lewis. The Office star Kate Flannery. Random. Pop star. Ready for this? Which Fifth Harmony member just joined Dancing with the Stars? Lauren Jarigui. No. Camila Cabello. No. Allie Brooke. Yes. <laughs> Lamar Odom. Okay. Kel Mitchell from Keenan and Kel. Great, great. And last but not least, President Donald Trump's former press secretary. If you and say the, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, I'm going to fucking scream. No. He was. Scaramucci. He's part of, no, he's part of the Who Weekly lore. Spicy? Yes. <laughs> Ugh, disgusting. Oh, how dare they disgusting. give him like, good press? Disgusting. ABC, you are complicit. ABC, you are complicit. Disgusting, 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 disgusting. That's disgusting. Disgusting. That's disgusting. Disgusting. Okay, we're done. Um, thank you for listening to another episode of Who's There. Uh, it was great to listen to your calls. Again, call in, questions, comments, concerns, 619-WHO-THEM. As always, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Support us on patreon.com slash whoweekly. Uh, Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. uh, And we will see you on Tuesday. Have a great weekend. Bye, everyone. Have a great weekend. Bye. Hi, so I was listening to Friday's episode, and uh, it was the part about the TikToks, and Lindsay said something just so casually offhand that shook me to my core because um, I didn't know that Chuck Norris was a real person. I, I like, I guess I only knew him from the memes, and I thought it was like a character. Uh, I have looked him up and he is indeed a real person and I don't know if he has a daughter or niece or whatever um, on TikTok but I guess he could uh, so my question is does this mean Chuck Norris is a who or is he a them and I'm just an idiot crunch crunch Bella Thorne bye